Live from the BYU Broadcasting Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Today on the show, we've got the award-winning rock group The Love Capades. In the last three years, the band's released two full-length album, uh, albums, one for the benefit of those with flash photography, and two, Kaleidoscope. And they've also got another album, actually a double album in the works, too. So we'll talk about that. The band's gone on three tours in Southern California, including a show at San Diego's Hard Rock Rock Cafe. They've toured the western U.S. and headed back across the pond for a brief U.K. tour. And they've shared the stage with Hoobastank, Hello Goodbye, He Is We, The Rocket Summer, Ann Arbor, Valencia, Andrew Allen, and the American punk pop band, The Ataris. The front man for the band is British singer Colin Rivera, who formed the group while studying at BYU in Provo, Utah. So besides their international fan base, that covers five continents. They've also got quite a local following, opening for bands with Provo roots like Neon Trees and Fictionist. And did we mention they have 89K, 89,000 Facebook followers? That's not your average number of followers for a college band. Salt Lake's Underground magazine calls the Love Capades music solid, backed by electric hooks from a second guitar and a really solid rhythm section. This is a band that can have you singing along in no time, the songs are tight, and the command of the audience and material great. All those hooks and rhythms they're talking about are the work of the Love Capades. Besides Colin, that's guitarist Mitch Sisma, bass guitar and backup singer Josh Gishi, and drummer Justin Curtis, who is Sort of toning down here. This is an uh, this is an almost unplugged set here tonight, but he's got some interesting assortments of percussion to still make it go. Normally the band is all electric, loud, and set to rock and roll, but we are excited to start with music right off with one of the first songs they've written for a forthcoming their new but still untitled record. This is Shoot Me Down. inside these veins A broken homeless daughter It's such a crying shame But ever since I needed you If you could only see me now You shoot me down Baby, don't you shoot me down Let me to my fortune And let my fears back in I've never waited for you Take back all my sins Ever since I needed you If 
Shoot Me Down, performed live by the Love Capades. That song will be on their upcoming album. Maybe a little louder, more electric, but this is really fun to hear today. Today we've got the band playing a mostly unplugged set for us. Uh, Colin Rivera, vocals, guitar, he's from London, England, studied commercial music here at BYU. Also a Star Wars fan, which you would already know if you were one of the band's 89,000 likers <laughs> on Facebook. And we've heard of escapades, tirades, accolades, upgrades, Cadillac escalades, even the ice capades, but where did <laughs> love capades come from? Honestly, uh, it's not a cool story at all. I, we were looking for a band name and someone said it on a TV show and I thought it was hilarious. So we thought that'll be the band name until we think of something better. Never thought of something better. And people seem to like like it because it's original. And yeah, so people people dig it, I guess. So we just kept it. <laughs> well, let me ask about this. Uh, you do have a lot of British rock and roll influences. Yes. Who, who do you first remember as a kid growing up? As a kid? Well, my dad was definitely very worried that I was going to slip into kind of the, the mainstream sort of pop circuit. And so uh, he, he I remember him sitting me down and playing me zeppelin the who the beatles uh -huh. um he has a, a huge collection from from back then the police um a lot of a lot of british bands um were kind of the, i guess the backbone of why i started to play music um but also some american bands as well like kind of more modern american bands like foo fighters and bands like that yeah pearl jam so i know you're busy if you're in the commercial pro commercial music program here at byu but you Definitely. guys don't get that many likes and as much Fan, of a fan base as you have without working really hard at that. It's not just performing, is it? No, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. We try and make the package as, as not just 
as marketable as possible, but kind of as as, as accessible as possible. So we do a lot with uh, with social media, um, but we also try and get out and tour and play to as many people as possible. We've done some kind of social media advertising and things like that to kind of help the word of mouth. Um, hey, well, I heard you did get to go back home. We did, yep. In uh, uh, high school in Sussex, your old school there. What was that like to go back? It was weird. And go in the building. It was really strange because I remember one of the first concert experiences of my life was actually like begging my headmaster at my old school to let me organize a charity concert over lunchtime so I wouldn't have to go to class. <laughs> it was just to get out of like classes in school. Um just to play rock and roll music. So it was really cool to be able to go back and do that same sort of thing. But as a grown up now, I think, yeah, it was fun. Well, what, we want to hear more music, but one more question. Yeah. Uh, when you get a band together, you have all these people with different styles and different influences. How do you decide the style of a band? Or does it just happen because it's that combination of people? Um, I think with us, it happens just because it's who we are. Mm -hmm. um, it just kind of happens because of the chemistry and the different influences seem to be complementary. Um, we don't really sit down and, and say, hey, this song is going gonna, is gonna to sound like the bands I like. You know, I'll come up with an idea and then mm. if it was just me, it would sound like all those bands that I listened to growing up. But because it's not just me, it's not like the Colin show, uh, it sounds like a mixture of the bands I listen to and the bands that Josh and Mitch and Justin listen to as well. So it kind of all just happens naturally. Well, we'll let you take your place with All the right. guys here. We're going to hear more music. This next song is from their latest album, which is Kaleidoscope. And the name of this is This Is War. Please don't make me lie to you again, my conscience and I don't see eye to eye Welcome back to every second spent waiting for your pretty soul to fly Why'd you run away Why'd you run away? 
confess I tasted on your breath Don't be that way Like any other day This is War, written and performed live by the Love Capades, who we've got with us here in the studio today. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Josh Gishi plays bass. He sings backup vocals in the band. He's been making music since he was five and has been in a band, any band, since he was 15. Do you remember the name of your first band? Uh, the first band, like I guess first real band, we were called uh, Point Blank. We thought it was pretty awesome. That Actually, sounds I still cool. think it's pretty awesome. That sounds pretty cool <laughs> to me. Do you remember any other good band names along the way? Um, Sauce was another one. was was kind of like a ska band I played in. Uh-huh. Um, and our tagline was, it's sawsome. And so we thought, that was, <laughs> we thought that was pretty sweet. How could that not <laughs> succeed? That's great. And now Love Capades. Yep. Okay. Maybe best title so far. So uh, the first concert, I was reading that the first concert you ever went to was in fifth grade on a school field trip. My school field trip that year was to go see the teacher's chickens. <laughs> you guys went to see Bobby McFerrin. Tell me what, what kind of school or field trip this was. It was, uh, well, I, I grew up in the, in the D.C. area, um, in Maryland, the D.C. suburbs. And uh, we just had a school field trip to go to the... Um, uh, what was it? The I think the, the Kennedy Center. I think. Um, anyways, I didn't obviously understand kind of like the magnitude of. Yeah, know, Kennedy Center for fifth grade field trip. That's um, not bad. <laughs> and it actually, yeah, like, and it was, um, it was because I'd been taking piano lessons since I was uh, such a little kid. You know, music was just kind of something I did, not necessarily I really thought about. But I do remember specifically, um, we did see Bobby McFerrin perform. Um, and I just remember just kind of really thinking like, oh, that's really cool. Like he make all these sounds with, you know, tapping on his chest and with his voice and everything. And I thought it was one thing that I, I thought was really, really cool. I was like, oh, like, you know, music's actually pretty cool, you know? Yeah, he's a guy with no limits. Oh, yeah. So tell sure. me about uh, seeing Carlos Santana. Where was this that you saw him? This was in Concord, California. It was kind of on a whim. Um, we were out there visiting my grandma and my aunt and... Uh, 
you know, we just, I, we just pulled into town like the night before and my aunt was like, Hey, Carlos Santana's in town. Do you want to go? And I was like, sure. Why not? You know? Um, and that was kind of one of like the first like real big, um, concerts I'd been to. Um, you know, I'd been to like local shows and stuff mm-hmm. and a smaller venues like back home, um, in DC. Um, but this was kind of like the first full, like big scale, like actual performance that I'd actually seen. And I thought it was, it was awesome. Boy, did that affect your guitar playing, seeing him play, hearing him play? Um, It did, actually, because it's uh, in kind of an indirect way, um, indirect way, Um, you know, because on the records and everything, you hear him playing and and everything, but uh, really kind of seeing his, his, he's got a huge band that plays him, a full, like, you know, two percussionists, a keyboard player, a piano player, um, you know, killer drummer, killer bass player, and all these other elements thrown in there. So it's really kind of cool to see how his guitar playing really fits in with the mix and everything. That's, you know, all these things are going on simultaneously. And so it kind of influenced me in a way of thinking of, okay, well, what sounds cool, but what also fits in with, every, with everything else around it. Uh, Josh, I heard you also were touring uh, with the BYU Young Ambassadors and got to go to Havana. So yeah. tell me about, talk about a music place. Yeah, that was, that was such an eye-opening trip. Like, um, you know, being on tour with them was, was something that really, me getting back into like really playing music kind of with the intensity now played a huge part of that. I had just gotten back from serving an LDS mission, um, played in another, like a band, kind of not really getting into it. Um, and uh, Ron Simpson from the Young Ambassadors called me up and says, hey, we need a bass player, come play. And, and I was like, sure, you know, I'll, I'll play. I hadn't really played in two years, you know. Um, and that really kind of got me back into musical shape, so to speak. And, uh, you know, to top it off, the very cherry on top of the tour was actually going down to Havana, um, doing a workshop with the performing arts school down there with, you know, kids that are involved in music down there in Cuba where they actually performed, played for us, and then us, we, we performed, played for them. And that was a really cool, awesome experience because it's like, you know, not everybody in the group, just a very, very small percentage of the group actually spoke Spanish. And so... Um, Cuban Spanish on top of that, like different language altogether. And so it was really cool seeing how, you know, musically it really, like it sounds so cliche, but it's so true that it's kind of like the, you know, the the barrier breaker, so to speak, um, between cultures, between languages, because it's something that we are passionate about, that they're passionate about, that we can relate to and just kind of have a great time. Well, tell us about, uh, we were looking on the list for this next song. We didn't see it on one of the previous albums. Is this one going to be, is this from the new album that you're working on? Yeah, so this is uh, one of the one of the upcoming tracks from the upcoming album, double album. Well, we'll let you go pick up your bass. We want to hear some more music. Uh, thank you very much. Well, thank you. So we're going to hear a song now that's from the upcoming double album, As Yet Unnamed. Hey, there's a title for you. Okay, uh, She's Gonna Be My Girl. Lonely 
so lonely She needs a boy like me And I'll be the one she can't ignore Whoa, whoa, oh, She's all I've ever wanted in the world Gonna Be My Girl. We just heard that performed live here on Highway 89. That's from uh, their upcoming double album. Love Capades performing the song. And I want to say I'm so impressed. That massive drum solo all condensed into one tambourine. <laughs> that was really a work tambourine. of art. That was impressive how you condensed that. <laughs> I'm Stephen Cap Perry. You're listening to BYU Radio. Mitch Sismus is a guitar player. He loves sports and music, of course. I do. He says, uh, even before we knew him, we heard that he loved food. And when we got in here, we're testing the mics and saying, so what you have for breakfast? No breakfast. I did have five J-Dogs, though, for lunch, which kind no, of... Absolutely delicious. A, oh. Kind of a Provo phenomenon, oh, a, a hot dog creation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wonderful. <laughs> I recommend it to we anyone. We are standing by with defibrillators right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, how does the songwriting work in the band? 
Do you have a main songwriter or everybody throws stuff in? How does it work? Um, I kind of just watch everyone else. Uh, you would call me kind of the musically declined person in the band. <laughs> so I kind of just watch everyone else and they tell me what to play. And I play it with passion. <laughs> But uh, I, I'm completely, you know, not fried. Fueled by J-Dogs and sauerkraut. That's That's amazing. all I need in my life. More food. So w when you do sit down to put something together, um, how, what what shape are the songs usually in? Is it a melody or someone strumming and then you're all f figuring out what the actual arrangement is? Um, Colin, he usually, or or uh, Josh, they'll they'll come up with a rhythm, and they'll play it out and record it, and then from there you just have all the other guys listen to it, and slowly they'll it'll gain oh, one more little part, one more little part until you know it comes a, you know a love paid classic. Okay, <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> so what I've heard you, I've heard it said that this is not a, a stand a stand there and listen band that this is a dance with us band. What does that mean? Oh, yeah, that means that, okay, if anyone's listening and you want to come to our concerts, you like lots of people just like stand and listen, like you said, stand and listen. Um, but man, we get into it. It's a rock show. You need to rock. You need to really get into it. So how much of that comes in practice? Like, do you look at each other and say, guys, we should move around more? Or is it like it just happens when you're there? And the it's natural. Just from all of us listening to the same stuff, or all the stuff that we listen to, the Foo Fighters, Led Zeppelin, Dave Matthews Band for some of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we have grown up going to concerts and listening to that type of music, and automatically just comes that, you know, you listen to music and automatically your head starts to bob and you start to get the rhythm and you start to move around, you start to dance. Because nobody moves like Dave Matthews. No, he's okay. the best. So. <laughs> and how did you hear about the group? How did you come to be part of this? Um, I actually just moved in uh, to uh, their apartment this last summer and uh, actually uh, the drummer, uh, Justin, he got married, so I took his spot. Didn't know the band, didn't know anyone in it. Slowly became Was that friends. like in your contract? You know, electricity, this, and must be in the band. Exactly, that's what it was. <laughs> well, let's hear some more of this music uh, that will soon be a Love Capade classic. This is uh, only in my mind. We'll hear it performed live acoustic right now. You can also hear it on their album for the benefit of those with flash photography. happens all too often Am I fading and forgotten Tonight I'll be another hollow shell Another hollow shell of a man Who once could not afford you Now more than adores you Tonight I'll be alone inside myself 
singing to the stars so bright Sky like this deserves our lonely eyes Even if just for the night And tell me how a conscience feels I spend my days convinced that I'm not real Even if just for the night You're only in my mind Happens all too often. Am I fading and forgotten? Tonight I'll be another hollow shell. Another hollow shell of a man who once cannot afford you, and now less than adores you. I'm waiting for another chance to breathe. Another chance to breathe. To sing it to the stars so bright. A sky like this deserves our lonely eyes, even if just for the night. And tell me how a conscience feels. Spend my days convinced that I'm not real. Even if just for the night, you're only in my mind. You're only in my mind. You're only in my mind. mind performed live on BYU radio today we're featuring the love capades with Colin Rivera Justin Curtis Josh Gishi and Mitch Sismus Justin Curtis you're the drummer I also heard you're a comedy snob <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> that oh that is a good question so I I am um, kind of 
I might even be more of a music snob, and so when I'm like walking around listening to my iPod or, or whatever, I, I tend to not listen to music. I, I overthink it. It it actually stresses me out more than it relaxes me. And so I listen to a lot of stand-up comedy and comedy podcasts, and and feel like a connection to that world, even though I'm not necessarily a part of it in my own life. So you're also a political science major here at BYU. That's you love right. politics, social causes. And <laughs> so have you guys ever had uh, like the politics talk in the group? Like, do, do we go political or not? Or are you waiting? Has that not come up? It, it for the most part, has not come up. I, I imagine we're not going to be the next U2 for that reason. Um, it just <laughs> is not part of who we are. There's always some politics in love, though. Right. Uh, that's true, I guess. <laughs> So what got you into that? Boy, that's a good question. I, I was actually born in Bethesda, Maryland, um, and I, I, as a very young kid, I attended uh, Bill Clinton's first inauguration address, um, and, and I remember, I, I was, I think, three maybe, and I just remember like seeing you know, the festoons and the flags and, and all of that, that um, pomp around, and just thinking like, this is very interesting. You know, this is something that that I would that I wanted to learn more about, and and that continued through junior high, high school, and and I will ultimately continue throughout my career. So I want to ask, since you're the drummer, sure, did you have a set in the house as a kid? I did only because my dad plays drums as well. Okay, um, this he... is when you find out how much parents love their children. <laughs> exactly, it's true. They let them have a drum set in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was taught to be very disciplined with my drums. In fact, when I was eight years old, and my dad, to when I told my dad I wanted to be a drummer, and and he had me stand in front of a mirror just holding drumsticks for 30-minute increments until I learned how to hold them properly before I could even <laughs> sit behind the drums, much less touch that them. That sounds like Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I think I'm a, I'm a cross between that and Animal from the Muppets, and, and I have to balance those two parts of my personality. So you're making do today because we're kind of unplugged. Instead of the full set and everything, you've got a snare here and brushes and the, the mighty tambourine. Exactly, yep, yep. But you're still making it work. It's I funny try, how yeah. that how it works. Mm -hmm. So you, uh, it's with the group, had two EPs that you later turned into LPs. That's right, yeah. And so I, I just wondered, was that you put that out and they were successful enough, you thought, hey, let's just expand rather than... I, I don't know if it had anything to do with the success, honestly. I think, I think it was just kind of a matter of we're going to learn as we put out an EP and we're going to fix all those mistakes when we put out the full-length album. <laughs> okay. Well, so one last question to lead into this next song. Sure. It's called The Lovely Bones. It's from the album Kaleidoscope. But mm -hmm. does this have anything to do with the novel? Oh, as someone who is not familiar with the novel, okay, I would have to it. say no. Because <laughs> it's such a unique title. Okay, all right. Well, we'll let you take your place. Sounds good. It'll take quite a while to get this one snare into place. <laughs> so let's, let's hear Love Capades from their album Kaleidoscope. This is Lovely Bones. Lovely bones with September eyes Trade you for those Don't ask me why Don't you run away? Why don't you run away with me? Don't know where we'll go We'll be just fine Lovely bones You're breaking my heart Never know Just how beautiful you are 
Take a little look, take a look at the gorgeous way you wrinkle up your nose. Come so far. Don't know what you want, don't know what you want. I don't know what you want, but all I want is. Don't know what you want, don't know what you want. Don't know what you want, all I want is know what you want, don't know what you want, I don't know what you want, all I want is know what you want, don't know what you want, I don't know what you want, but all I want is you When every rain cloud hunts us down, we'll dance through every drop. We'll keep you warm, I'll keep you safe, so that I know what we've got. I wanna be the one to hold your hand and dry your eyes. Be the one, be the one, kisses you goodnight. You want, don't know what you want, don't know what you want, all I want is know what you want, don't know what you want, don't know what you want, all I want is know what you want, don't know what you want, don't know what you want, all I want is know what you want, don't know what you want, don't know what you want, but all I want is you. That's the lovely Bones performed live on BYU Radio by the Love Capades. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Colin Rivera is the front oh. man, and uh, we talked to you before, but I forgot to ask the burning question, which is, you've got American guys singing, you're from England, and once you start singing, do the accents just disappear? Um, I, don't, I just is don't that... really think about it. Some of our songs sound a bit more English. I think it just depends on the words that I'm using that I find uncomfortable to sing in an American accent. Um, so some songs sound a little bit more English than <laughs> than others, yeah. So it's not something you really consciously think nah, about. No, it just, just feels just comfortable. Sing it. So have you always been a singer? Uh, no. Well, I've always yelped, um, but not been a trained singer. No, I I sang when I first formed bands when I was in like high school and junior high. I sang because no one else would, and we needed a singer. Um, and I never really knew. I how wondered to do about it. that because people get uh, even they may be a little nervous to play their instrument, but it's an instrument. It's going to sound like a guitar yeah. if you play it. But but everybody's voice is so unique. Was that scary when you first started? Um, yeah, because I I just didn't really think about it. I've never tried to have a beautiful voice. I've never like I had I didn't didn't really have much in the way of singing lessons. Kind of growing up until it wasn't until I got into the commercial music program that they're like, oh, also by the way, you have to actually have lessons in your instrument and this is how you breathe and this is how you actually sing and I'm like oh you mean I cannot sound 
like a wailing cat. <laughs> so yeah, it was not until then that I yeah, tried to actually practice it and make it yeah. somewhat good. <laughs> nice. Well, there's also another possible album title. I'm just keeping track though. Wailing yeah, cats. please keep okay. them coming. So, okay. so I heard about this unique Christmas tradition that your family does that yeah. I have never heard of anyone doing. Yeah, it's really weird. My family's weird and I love them to death. Um, it started, I think it actually started while I was on my mission. They started making the tablecloth for Christmas dinner out of the wrapping paper from opened presents, which is like weird, but cool. <laughs> You'd have to be careful not to tear it too much. Yeah, no, we, I mean, we, we do it. It just takes a while to kind of piece it all together. <laughs> this is kind of our wrap-up conversation, but in a way, this is a wrap-up time for you guys as a band. A little bit, yeah. So you've, you've performed a farewell concert at a, a really nice uh, local venue, a fun one called The Velour, and... Uh, but that went so well, I hear you might do like a kickoff and a half, or a farewell and a half or something like that, something coming up. Yeah, we, we got, we had a wonderful night of velour. They were really gracious in, in having us, and we had an amazing response to kind of our big farewell to Provo show from, from fans and friends. And so we, we're going to try and organize something local and free before we before we take off so, yeah, just uh, because we had such overwhelming response and i hear some of you are headed over to england yes that's the plan is the plan is for us to to go to england to to do music full-time um not everyone in the band is in a position to do that you know right now and pursuing other things in career but josh and i are heading over there to um to do it so so why the double album um honestly you just we, had a lot of songs? Um, it's partly that. Um, I'm not sure if they're good, but we have a lot of them. Um, it's, it's mostly because today's culture and music, and this is not definitely not a criticism, it's just an observation. Um, today's culture and music and mainstream music seems to be that of the single, that of the next, the next kind of cool thing, the mm. next one release. And a lot of the labels aren't really taking a chance on, on rock and roll bands anymore. A lot of it is, is pop music and it's you know, a single at a time. Um, but I, I grew up listening to bands that put out albums as kind of works of art that are meant to be heard all together. And so we're kind of, it's not really a backlash, it's just more of a, our style is the the old tradition of rock and roll full albums that are meant to be, you know, listened to start to finish. So we're trying to do that. And we thought the best way to do that is to, to do a big full double album, which is kind of the anti-single. So, I mean, we will have some singles from it, but... Yeah, we 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 just wrote a lot of songs, so that's why it's a double instead of a well, single. Very much looking forward to hearing it. And I also heard that uh, you're good at sometimes in a pinch using your guitar pick as a utensil. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> obviously we've talked to some band members. Yeah, here, how did but... you know about that? That's that's really strange. One time I was sitting in I think it was history of creativity class at BYU, and I was super hungry, and so I went to the vending machine and got some ice cream, one of the little BYU creamery ice cream. But I forgot to get a spoon, and so I used a guitar pick, and it was disgusting and awesome. <laughs> and I was judged, but I didn't even care because I had ice cream, so whatever. <laughs> thank you, Colin, very much. Oh, uh, all of you guys, we're going to hear another song. This is uh, the one we'll go out on. This is from their album Kaleidoscope. It's also on a limited release benefit album called Towards Sunshine that features 17 other local bands and raised money for education programs for teachers in Ghana, Kenya, and Uganda. The song is called Smile Again. Once I haven't said yes 
to sleeping in my clothes again. Every bullet hole and feel, yeah, in my wall. I'm a dreamer from the finish, and I'm proud to be afraid. I dream too much of envy that I've grown to hate. But you're so picturesque. I'm afraid of what comes next. Smile again, smile again for me. I never noticed, I never noticed before. Smile again, smile again for me. I never noticed. I never noticed before. Smile again, smile again for me. I never noticed. I never noticed before.